Hi Tellers, we hope that you had an amazing Easter Sunday. Mindy and I are going to be talking about resurrection and things that have risen, whether in our lives or in the world. We really hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Tellers. We hope that you had a beautiful Easter weekend, and uh, I just can't, every year I just feel like Easter just means more and more. Mm-hmm. I also get the feeling that the enemy kind of gets a little a- more angrier each year, but mm-hmm. um, I just don't know. Every time I just feel like every year gr- celebrating Easter grows so much more dear to my heart, and so even though um, Easter is past, we still wanted to do an episode, and so... Uh, keys and i decided we'd talk about resurrection and uh, and what that means and what that might look like and so um keys why don't you let's get started why don't we give a, ver- a real good definition of what resurrection actually is yes so it's really simple that something was dead and it comes back to life mm-hmm. yeah that's so um, powerful it's, so it's powerful. very powerful and we take that really from the bible you know yeah. mm-hmm. uh what easter is about is the resurrection of jesus christ that he was uh he died on the cross on friday and then he was raised from the dead on sunday so yeah yeah makes me think of that verse you know he said i'm the he told uh i believe it was either mary or martha he said i am the resurrection yeah Oh, <laughs> gives me chills <laughs> thinking about it. Yes. Um, have you had any things that have risen in your life? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think just recently, <laughs> I think what's been rising in in my life are the dreams that I have let die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just some desires of my heart that I let die. I think what happens for me when I get disappointed is I go, well, forget it, yeah. you know, yeah. and just let it just be dormant and go through the motions of everyday life. Just like not expecting anything, not really hoping for anything, just mm-hmm. trying to get through the next day. But yeah. then God will do something <laughs> that <laughs> kind of sparks that thing and wakes it up again. He's like, come out, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and it, and it mm-hmm. comes back. And so I've, I've had a desire to um, get married again and stay that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also um, a desire to really have, I don't really know how to describe it. I guess my dream job yeah. of, of doing ministry management, which we had talked about before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and being able to work at my church, I've always wanted that. Yeah, is to to work in God's house because mm-hmm. of my favorite scripture of Psalm twenty seven four, mm-hmm. just wanting to be in God's house all the time. And so if I work there and serve there and worship there, I never have to leave. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's so what beautiful. I've always wanted. So I yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think uh, I think we are kind of on the same track kind of. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had a dream to, to get married again. And, um, but that I tried to kill that dream kind of, mm-hmm. because it was so hard to hope for something that seemed impossible. 
Wow. And so, um, you know, I think I even would try and let that dream die because I, the pain of hoping for something that you just don't see how it's going to happen can sometimes be um, something you want to avoid. But God would never let me do that. He mm. always kept a little, I like to imagine it like just some little green shoots in my heart mm. that wouldn't die. And um, he kept watering them. And so I just feel like I've come into a season where I can really believe that. I can believe that um, that's going to happen one day and I'm going to yeah. see it. And uh, I don't know. I've been able to actually pray for it to happen. And whereas before that was really, really hard. I, it was hard to pray that um, that that dream would come true. Yeah. And then also, I think probably along the lines, like you're saying, work and calling and everything. Um, I, I've tried so many different things, you know, I've, I've dabbled in writing and I'd like to speak or whatever. But, you know, this podcast, I feel, is something that, um, oh, wait, God resurrected some of those things in our life because I, I, your heart is to work in the church. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like that's your dream. And my dream is to somehow be part of bringing unity to the body of Christ. Um, mm. I just feel so, so strongly about that. And this podcast, I think, is um, planting some seeds of that, you know, letting yeah. people share their stories, letting them know they're not alone. And it just creates this place where people can come together because of, you know, what our shared experiences. And so, mm. I don't know, I feel like that's some, some things that have come back from from the dead in my life. So, uh, yeah. um, what about in the world around us? Have you seen anything that's risen? I believe, uh, revelation and truth has risen right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that that hard sometimes because yeah. the truth is not always easy to take. Mm -hmm. um, but amongst a lot of the bad things that we've seen, it's good when the truth comes out. Oh, yeah. As hard as the truth is, sometimes it's good when that comes out. It's better for us to not be deceived or to not mm -hmm. be ignorant or to not um, have our heads in the clouds, mm -hmm. you know. So whatever that is, it's it's really good that people are uh, awakening to different things, you know, yeah. and um, and that God is revealing things mm -hmm. so that we can. Because when things get revealed, then God can heal them. Mm, you know, we yes. can deal <laughs> with the stuff, you yeah. know, like, and you're yeah. not going to fix a problem that you don't know is there. Mm -hmm. So if, the, if it comes out that there's a problem, then we can deal with it and we can fix yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so you're not, it might seem like, well, things were better when, but mm -hmm. you're not really healthy and whole if you're not dealing with things that, are hidden somewhere. Yeah. So it's just better that that truth is coming out. So I am happy about that, even though sometimes that truth can be really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's so good and so powerful because it, it, it's absolutely true. Um, I think I've seen some of the same things. I feel like I've seen um, maybe a little bit of an awakening for people to start paying attention and, mm -hmm. and listening and, um, I don't know if it's something that maybe has risen, but um, I just see him doing like a, a shift and a move in the body of Christ. Like he's, he's kind of changing things a little bit. Yeah. Um, maybe how we do things. Cause after 2020 things, 
won't ever be exactly the same as they were before. And uh, just kind of, but just seeing him um, starting to redirect us and refocus us Mm. and be like, hey, pay attention to me. Pay attention to what you're called here to do. You're called to build the kingdom and share the gospel and to love people. Um, I don't know. I just kind of sense a a little bit of a, a, some shifting. So. Maybe certain things were dead or dormant, like within people or even within the church that mm-hmm. God has had to awaken to go, hey, you remember why you're here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, remember what yeah. I called you to remember your first love, like all those things. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a interesting question, because I think. I think sometimes there are things that can go both ways. So how do you know when something needs to be resurrected? Or it needs to stay dead. Uh, I think we have to pause long enough to remember (laughs) where the root of that thing is, like where it came from. If it's something Mm -hmm. that came from God, you know, he's not going to forget his plan for you. Yeah. He's not going to give up on his plan just because Mm -hmm. things are difficult. We, We are the ones who tend to go, oh, well, I guess it can't happen. Because yeah. we look at the circumstances and go, mm-hmm. oh, there's no way, you know, <laughs> but God doesn't do that. So if it's something that's from him, that's a plan from him, he's not going to give up on it. So we definitely can go, OK, let's resurrect this. But I yeah. think, too, um, sometimes when you get away from something for so long, you start to reminisce on it in a romantic way. You romanticize things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you were in it, it was toxic. <laughs> So I just think like remembering, okay, what was this like when I was there? What was this like when I was really in that? Like, am I thinking Mm -hmm. about this the right way or am I kind of being nostalgic? Yeah. Because then you'll really know like, no, it wasn't good for me when I was doing Mm -hmm. that. So if something Mm -hmm. was destructive for you, if something was sending you in a bad direction, then of course you don't need to bring that back up again. Yeah. You know, you don't want that thing to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. obviously I'm divorced, but I don't need to awaken a romantic relationship again with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. No matter, even if I think like, oh, remember when, blah, blah. Well, he's yeah. remarried now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has mm-hmm. a, there's no way that that's from God to want me to bring that back up. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just got to think about like, what are the repercussions of bringing this, these things back? Is this really from God or is this just my selfishness mm-hmm. wanting, yeah. uh, wanting to go back? Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, when the Israelites came out of Egypt and, mm. and, and the wilderness and, and getting to Canaan got hard. And they said, we were better off in Egypt. You know, we right. had things to eat and food and stuff, but, but no, they weren't. Right. Like, God brought them out. So, man, that's what it makes me think of. Always remembering yeah. that it's never good to go back to Egypt. Mm. Mm. That's a they really were good slaves. Point. Like you yes, were a slave. Slaves. <laughs> yes. Yes, you, was not and you were crying out to God, right? Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's a good point, Mindy, to kind of remember why did the thing die? Mm-hmm. You know, that that thing died because it was killed. God killed it. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah. he doesn't want it to come back. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he took he he went and rescued you out of that. So of course he yes. doesn't want you to go back to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I'm feeling some good stuff around this That's conversation. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's talk about how we celebrate Easter. Did you did y'all mm. um celebrate it when you were a kid? Like did you have any traditions or anything? Oh, of course. You know, well, first of all, as far as us girls, my grandmother, because we were in Compton area, yeah, California, yeah. and we were all at my, all the cousins would be at my grandmother's house and she would put this, it was this like metal type comb and mm-hmm. she would turn on the gas stove and the flames would come up and she would put that, this metal comb on the flames until it got hot. Mm-hmm. And she would press our hair out to make it straight. Oh this was how we get our hair done for Easter. And oh. then, you know, she'd have this other thing that you she could use that when she would make hot and curl the ends of it. Okay, so we yeah. have all these little ringlet curls. Uh-huh. And, of course, you had to get an Easter dress. All the yes. boys got Easter suits. Mm-hmm. And we would hard boil eggs and mm-hmm. dye the eggs, you know. Yeah. And we would do the whole dyeing of the eggs kit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would each get an Easter basket that had candy yeah. in it. Yeah. So when we would go to like do an Easter egg hunt, mm-hmm. it was these hard boiled eggs. It yeah. wasn't oh, yeah. like how it is now. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Like we would find these <laughs> eggs and we would eat them, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> peel the eggs and eat them. <laughs> yeah. Or it was a whole thing of dyeing the eggs, you know, and, and everybody wanted to decorate their egg different colors and all that stuff. And of course, we went to church. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember us doing the Easter Bunny. I guess my family would have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember yeah. the Easter Bunny part very much. Yeah. But yeah. we definitely would go to go to church, um, a long service, and mm-hmm. eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> afterwards, so that was that was how it was uh, for me growing up. What about you? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a, a lot of the same kind of things. My mom um, sewed my dress almost every year mm. so fun we'd go and we'd pick out the material and the pattern and she'd sew me a dress and um I remember coloring eggs that was a lot of fun I really wasn't a fan of hard-boiled eggs so <laughs> I didn't <laughs> didn't really care to eat them um and when I remember one year I can't remember why we didn't have any eggs to hide but my neighbor's dad and my dad, they, they got a sack of potatoes and they hid potatoes for us <laughs> to find. And we had so much fun. We made them do it over and over and over again. Wow. And, and then of course, mom would always make sure we had a chocolate bunny for Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I just looked forward so much to it cause I knew I was going to get a new dress. Uh, and one year it was the, <laughs> it was the year right after, uh, um, Titanic came out. Uh-huh. So I had on, I found some cute material and had on a dress and I bought a big broad brimmed hat to wear. So I looked just <laughs> like Kate Winslet, this beautiful big straw hat. And I wore that thing to church. I was so proud of it. And uh, I of called course. it my Kate, Wins- my Kate Winslet hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you do now with your kids? Uh, it's pretty simple. We just go to church, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and I serve somewhere most likely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and that's it. And we just spend time with family. We go to somebody's house and eat. I'm not much mm-hmm. of a cooker myself, 
So yeah. <laughs> it just depends, but we'll go to somebody's house and eat. Yeah. And uh, just relax. That's, that's pretty much all I don't, well, we, we might go to some type of event if they have it at church, you know, where they do the, the egg hunt, but it's usually, you know, the plastic eggs filled with candy. It's not. Yeah. People yeah. don't really do as much. I don't know the hard boiled mm-hmm. egg thing anymore. Yeah. We, we kind of do the same, you know, the kids are older now. So, um, but I'm going to tell you right now, they love to hunt eggs. Really? If, if I hide them, they will all find them from my <laughs> oldest who is 15 all the way down. Wow. So they love to find eggs. Um, and I do try to do a little something for them, some candy, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and you know what I've also noticed I've been doing here over, I, th- I want to say maybe the past two to three years, I've been trying to really, uh, pay attention to each day of Holy Week. So I'll start on Palm Sunday mm. and kind of read what happened that day and go through all the days of the last uh, week of Christ and um, pay attention to that. And the past couple years, too, I'd never watched The Passion of the Christ growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I've watched that. And last year I watched it with my oldest daughter. She said she thought she was ready to watch it. Yeah. So that was really beautiful. Um, I just uh, I. I don't have like set traditions, but I feel like I do over the past few years, I've been trying to really lean into, you know, what, what did this week look like for him and what was he doing? And um, I don't know. I like that. I need to do that. That's a great tradition to read um, each day of Holy Week. That's really good. Yeah. And, and uh, if anybody wants to try it next year, so Annie F down, she has the podcast. That sounds fun. And she did recordings last year. She read scriptures for each day of Holy Week. And you can listen to them, her reading them on the, her podcast. Mm. Uh, so that's fun, too, to have somebody read it to you. Mm. Um, okay. Do you? I always love our fun questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite back from the dead moment from TV or a movie? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. When, like, a character died on the show or a movie and it's like nope yeah. here they are again yeah, um, let's see I think I liked well it's hard because you would have to actually believe that they were really dead because mm-hmm. sometimes with the movies and stuff you're like no I know yeah. that they're coming yeah. back <laughs> it's like you know it right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm thinking of, uh, which one was it? I think it was Captain America. Mm-hmm. Was it Captain America where Nick Fury died? Which one was that? Yeah. And then yeah, he, he came did. back. He did. Uh-huh. And he came back. Yeah, they and had a. He came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think that one. I'm That's trying to good. remember back to when I first saw it. Like, did I really believe that he had died? I think I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> So it was cool when he showed up after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He always makes an entrance. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Sam Jackson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have one? Yes. Yeah, so I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but my, you know, me and you both love movies. We love everything about them. But my absolute favorite movie that I could watch, if there was only one movie for me to watch in the rest of the world, is <laughs> The Princess Bride. And so. Oh. Um, there's the part, you know, where Wesley gets the life sucked out of him by that machine and he's pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. 
and they take him to uh, Miracle Max and he gives him the pill, you know, to bring him back. And yeah. uh, I mean, I know it's a funny time, but, you know, he comes back and he's like, he wakes up and he's like, where's my sword? Where am I? What's going on? <laughs> blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And you just watch him slowly begin to, um, you know, get his strength back. And uh, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I like that part. I like that movie. So, <laughs> so that would be your one movie, huh? Yeah, of, that would be my anything. one movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's hard to narrow down movies, but I, for some reason I really wanted to do it. And that movie is my favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, Keith, this has been such a great conversation. I, I really enjoyed talking about this i i really feel like you've connected some dots for me while we were talking oh amen (laughs) amen i think it helps because um i was just listening to like last week my pastor talking about that talking about Mm -hmm. how resurrection is not just a future event Mm-hmm. You referenced that scripture where Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And that's when he was talking to Martha, the brother of Lazarus, who had died. Mm-hmm. And Martha's like, Lord, if you had been here, he, you know, he wouldn't yeah. have died. And Jesus is yeah. like, don't worry about it. Your brother will wi- rise again. And she's mm-hmm. thinking, oh, yeah, in the future. Yeah. You know, when we all mm-hmm. rise. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Jesus is like, no, I'm the resurrection and I'm about yeah. to show it to you. And he yeah. did. And he, mm-hmm. he meant that the resurrection was available right then. Yeah. And so I, I think that's, that's the s- same for us now. The resurrection is available for us right now, not mm-hmm. just when we die and are r- raised to life with God later, but mm-hmm. right now things can, God can resurrect things in our life right yeah. now, yeah. you know, so we can always have hope because we serve a God who can do anything, you know? Yeah. So it's it's such a beautiful time to think about Easter, to think about the resurrection. It's the hope of eternal life for the future, but it's also power available for you right now in your life. And no matter how dark it looks, mm-hmm. no matter how bad it looks, you can have something come to life in the midst of that because mm-hmm. God can do anything. Yeah. Ooh, that's such a good word. Such a good word. Wow. Yeah. Thank you once again, Tellers, for hanging out with us. We've enjoyed this podcast and this conversation so much. And we just encourage you to um, take a look at your life. And if you know God's speaking to you, trying to bring life to something, Mm. let the Holy Spirit do it. So talk to you all next time. Bye.